You'll get it. Welcome to Sucio Football Weekly. Sponsored by Savory Sound. Savory Sound. Savory like your Thanksgiving gravy. Thanksgiving edition. Oh, damn right it was. <laughs> oh, man. Welcome back, Sucio Football Weekly. Well done, EJ. I like that. The way you rhymed savory with gravy. Ah, mm. magnifique. Mm. I am Tony G. Welcome back to Seal Football Weekly. Alongside with me, as always, hopes and prayers themselves here in the flesh. EJ the Math Magician Johnson, Hap Alvon. What's happening, fellas? Just out here, man. Just Groundhog Day type shit. You know, waking up doing the same thing twice. Wow, way to drop a bunch of Easter eggs inside of the edition. Uh, EJ, what's going on, my friend? You know, I'm interested to get into this week. We had a lot of high-scoring records and a lot of low-scoring records this week, so we'll see what happens, you know, with emphasis on records, so we'll go from there. Records indeed. Wow. <laughs> well, by the way, if you are not inside, this is like behind-the-scenes kind of shit. We could just put this on the DVD. This is six degrees of separation, my friend. Oh, man. I think they're going to start changing my name the Nightman, though, because the darkness continues. Uh, Westsiders, 153.8 over the Honeydew Melons, 89.4. Westsiders now 5 and 6, sixth in the mid-sixth, mid, second in the mid-city LA Valley Division. That's a lot of words. Either way, uh, the Honeydew Melons are languishing in fourth place in the LA Valley at 3 and 8, so it doesn't even really fucking matter. Uh, the Westsiders, the big-time robust win, 153 points, and something off the scales a little bit there. EJ, are the Westsiders on the on the move? Are they going to go ahead and be uh, something to deal with at the end of this? I can. I like the Cousins-Jefferson connection there, and McCaffrey's healthy. Um, looking good. Starting at the right time as we head into the last three weeks, what we call the playoff. Um, the championship rounds of the Sucio Football League in regards to playoff positioning. So um, he's positioned himself nicely to, I think, with a heads-up matchup with D-Smoke. D-Smoke, indeed. Uh, Hapal Vaughn, the Westsiders, that's a muscular point structure for them. But, you know, 89 points is nothing to sneeze at if you're the Melons, you know, right? Um, 89 is a lot to sneeze at. Um, Aaron Rodgers basically carried him for the week. Uh, that trade for a cup that brought Mitchell to his team is really starting to show some love on that side with fucking zero yards last fucking week. The man didn't even fucking touch the ball. Uh, basically just trading away your star player for beans. Um, he's on the boat. I'm just going to refer to you in third person right now. Like if you're not even here on the show, uh, he he's on the boat with Jimmy and Kiwanathon. Uh, they're out fishing. Uh, please invite me to the fish fry when you guys get back. That's super rude. And you're not invited. These oh, and the fattest under achiever. Wait, 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 wait. I, I, got, I, I got a little bit more to say about that. Oh. I didn't get to say anything about the Westsiders, man. Well, you know what? I felt like you said enough, but all right. I feel, yeah, I felt a little rushed off of off that one. And I'm the one that wants to hurry things up today. Damn country mile. And you shut the fuck up about the fact that D Smoke is a goddamn magician. Go ahead. Play on. Uh, fuck D Smoke, too. I was talking about the Westsiders. 
Uh, just they're shining, man. Ever since Caffrey came back, a lot of shine, lot a lot of shine. That's all. Are you quite done? Oh, um, good. That felt totally worth it. Shine it up real nice. Awesome. Yeah. Did you give West Siders a ball wash? Ah, these lackers. Fantasy underachievers, 119.7 to 114.4. The underachievers get edged out. D Smoke is now 6-5, and five, first in the Mid-City L.A. Valley Division. While uh, L.A. Valley Division. <laughs> Either way, uh, the Fantasy underachievers are now 6-5. and five, Same difference, but third in the L.A. Valley Division. Difference in strength of schedule, so to speak, and or strength of division. Uh, but that means nothing compared to the fact that D Smoke is now sitting in first place. Is D Smoke charging? Is this guy going to be a force to be reckoned with, EJ? Yes, he is. Two team race, I think, in that division with him and Westsiders. Um, underachievers um, lost by a little bit. The Lamar Jackson getting sick before that game probably didn't help. So it could have been a little different, but also Russ Diculus is not up to Russ Diculus standards. Um, and no Cooper Cup probably made a difference as well, too. But I still like D Smoke. Good win, almost 120. But. Um, in the final three games, you know, like D Smoke's chances. Good win for him. Oh, Vaughn, I know the underachievers is your sworn enemy and a nemesis of yours from way back, especially in a fantasy football aspect. But I am saying that this this guy, dude, lost by five points, even without uh, uh, Lamar Jackson in his under helm. Uh, is this guy reeling, or you think he might go ahead and have a chance? Is Are you looking in your rearview mirror at all at him? Um, I'm looking at my rearview mirror, but at this point, as long as I don't lose a couple in a row, he's he's two behind me. Um, I know he's really regretting not playing that Detroit D this week. Uh, D Smoke, you really got lucky, man. Uh, Rusty Wilson didn't really come through. Uh, I can't really call him Russ Diculous anymore. He's just he's Rusty Wilson right now, man. Like Mater from Cars. Anybody? I love Toe Mater. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Anyway, yeah, thanks. I just didn't want to be the guy. Uh, EJ, real quick, let's circle back. I want you to talk a little bit about the underachievers because they are still six and five. This is a strong team, but they they're you know they're kind of buried underneath the shuffle in this LA Valley division. Do you think that they got a shot moving forward? I know that they have some quarterback problems, but is this a team that can maybe make a make some noise moving forward? Uh, they can. I mean, obviously he's going to have to go for the wild card, not the division, because he's a little too far back. Um, but um, uh, if he gets a healthy Antonio Brown and Lamar Jackson, I think he's got a decent chance, but he's in a tough division. Um, he's still got to play Raul, the Taco Killers, and Hap, who are still battling and still doing a great job. So each game is important. So he's going to have some tough sledding in being one of the, a very top-heavy division. And um, the, the Melons might play some spoiler ball as we get towards the end of the year. So um, he's got his work cut out for him, but it's going to be an interesting three weeks. I agree. The Melons will play spoiler Rico's Taco Killer Killers and then Slauson Boys. The Killers 71.7 over the Slauson Boys 69.5. Slauson Boys on a little bit of a skid now five and six, fourth in the Mid City Division. And the uh, Taco Killers on a what do they call it? Eight game winning streak? Is that an eight game streak for them? That it is, is an eight game streak. Eight game streak after going starting out 0 and three now eight and three, second in the Valley Division. Just 
chomping it, Haps Heels. Uh, EJ, do you think uh, your diaper dandies, your darlings, these guys are going to go ahead and make something happen here? Yeah, I mean, it's, it seems like we've talked about this before. But um, yeah, you um, yeah. <laughs> to come to fruition. I figured you might want to talk about it a little more. Yeah, I know. I, I think I will, you know. Um, <laughs> um, 71.7, not very robust, but uh, enough to win the week. Good win for him. Um, I think I think his team will be fine. No Kamara. Um, Dak and CD aren't going to play that bad. So um, I think they'll be all right. Um, we'll get a healthy dose of Cowboys on Thanksgiving, which they normally play a lot better. So um, Slauson boys reeling a little bit. Um, Jordan Howard's going to be out next week. So he's another guy he's going to be losing out on. And he needs some Julio Jones back pretty soon but because he's struggling. So we'll see what happens. But I think he's slowly working his way on that boat. But luckily, he's in a division where he's only one game back. So um, anything can happen. But um, I don't seem to like his chances unless Joe Burrow gets back to his status that he was earlier in the year, putting up 30 points. So, Alvon, Al Pastor, Boyo, uh, Asada, do you smell tacos? Because it feels like you got tacos walking right behind you. Uh, I do have tacos right behind me, man. And this is some bullshit. Uh, he should have lost this game. Uh, them Slauson boys should have fucking came through with fucking Simeon and fucking racked it up. But no, no, they play fucking Burrow. Dak goes all fucking lamp deck on them and fucking kicker scores 21 points. It's frustrating shit. I should have one extra game in front of them, but I don't. Because other people aren't paying attention right now. I feel like them Slauson boys just don't got their head in the game, man. Oh, <laughs> a call out to Isaac Rube. The, wow, wow, Slauson boys head out of their out of that game. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what's going on. I don't know if there's construction on Slauson, but it just it doesn't feel like they're all there. Oh, it feels like they had to take a shortcut and take Florence. What? Okay, so there's some talk here about the Slauson boys not bringing their A game. And you know what? To be fair, it seems like a, like a solid ticket there. I'm not going to get in anybody's face until I hear, hear more and or otherwise. Taylor made mishaps going up against the Crenshaw Cruisers, 175.682.4. Total boat race. The Cruisers had their chance against the Big Dog and go ahead and failed real quick. Now 5-6, third in the Mid-City LA Division. Wow, the Taylor made mishaps. Now in a robust, muscular, flexing on everybody's ass. 10-1, first in the LA Valley. Best team in football. EJ, best team in football? Um, I think it's the Green Bay Packers or somebody else in the NFL. Oh, but in, oh, in this league, oh, we're talking about um, right now. You got to can't can't take away what he's doing. It helps with Jonathan Taylor, best running back in football right now, putting up a fifty burger, and um, Joe Mixon and all of his guys are playing well. Um, um, makes me kind of wonder how these waiver wire procedures are set in place, where he seems to be picking up every good player off of the waiver wire. Cam Newton, I put in for Cam Newton. You got Cam Newton. I uh, know exactly. So I don't know. I don't know. It smells a little fishy. <laughs> Yeah, no one to strike. You know, so um, see what happens. I mean, cruisers. I mean, like you said, getting boat race. Well, there's gonna be plenty of room on that boat. It's about to be a family affair with the nemesis, the cruisers, and the melons on their face. <laughs> so, um, and, and, and and don't worry, um, the taco killers is gonna defend the Gonzalez name this year. It seems like. Well, it looks like this is a wild, wacky year, uh, to be quite honest, because I've never heard any of those words uttered before. But you know what? Hey. To go play on, play ya. 
Oh, man. So uh, the cruisers, Hap Alvon, I mean, this is a team that you you were kind of riding a little bit. You know, you enjoy the – you like to cruise on the Shaw as well as the cruisers. Um, are you, I know, look, I know you took them down. I know it's kind of a boat race, and you're used to talking about yourself. Misstep for the mishaps. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so let's just talk about the cruisers real quick for a second. Do you think they got a chance? Because it's five and six, and it's a tough division for them. But it's because everybody seems to have that same record. But uh, are they in or are they out? Man, I think they have a real good fighting chance, Tony. Uh, they just need to find a quarterback. Um, Adrian Peterson needs to find a team, and they'll be right back on top. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Guy Sex Panthers in the league nemesis. 81.179.5. Wait the fuck up. You're not going to let me shine at all for that 170 fucking five burger? Uh, We're just going to ignore that? Carry on. Carry on. Good job. Do you know how fresh and exciting that was? All right, fine. So exciting to me? 20 20 seconds, Tony, then hit the mute button. Nice job with the Cam Newton call out. Go ahead. I'll give the you waiver, the waiver waiver wire fishiness. <laughs> yeah, we're back, baby. Mishaps are back, baby. All right, go ahead. Talk, dude, I'm going to give you 20. I'll give you 20. That's all I need to say. Mishaps are back. All engines running. V12. Watch out. After Playoffs, that, baby. After that name change mishap last year. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. Say. Yes. I'm not involving. Any more farm animals in my name? There will be no food mentioned in my name. There's no goats. No one's getting any soup. Taylor made 54 burger on that motherfucking ass. You also want to goats don't fetch soup. Yes. Okay. They do. You ask Tom Brady to get you some soup and see how that plays out. Polkai's um, ask Rob Schneider's goat. To go get you soon. Thank you very much. May I be in charge for a while? God damn it. Do what you get do. Some more. Might yeah. I get some more? <laughs> Fucking shit. Bullkai Sex Panthers in the league nemesis. 81.1 to 79.5. Uh Sex Panthers now jumping up to six and five. Third in the West LA division. Still in striking distance, considering it's a really tight division. Uh League Nemesis now three and eight. Third in the South LA division. I'm ditto? Uh, weird. Either way, what I am saying is that the Polkai Sex Panthers won themselves a football game besides, besides their defense first low scoring ways. Right. Uh, EJ, I'm going to go ahead and give it to you. I'm going to hand it off because I think uh, Hap's going to go ahead and bring it anyway. So uh, six and five, feeling good, right? You're above 500. You're in striking distance. Uh, how are you feeling about your defensive mindset considering that most of your teams and or usually a low score. Most of my team's been on IR. Yes, that's a, that's a good way to way to way to rephrase that. Let me help you help you there. Um, Kareem Hunt's coming back. Miles Sanders is back. Um, I just need Calvin Ridley to grow a pair and improve on his personal health matters. And then my team's back to full full strength. So um, I like my chances going into it. I'm getting healthy at the right time. I just got to make sure same thing. Just put Zach Ertz in the lineup, and they might have to do some two tight end lineup, and we'll go from there. But either way. Should have had more points. Lucky with this one. I'm a Holmes, you know. Didn't like my chances. Like I said, I was treading some water, but um six and five, a game back. Um final three weeks. You know, if I can win two out of three, I think I'm in the playoffs or possibly win the division. So we'll go from there. 
quick follow-up each. Uh, okay. Miles Sanders, did you expect more out of him? <clears throat> Philly fan? So that's why I'm asking. Did you expect well, he, more out of this guy? Well, he he got hurt. He's been out for the last three or four weeks. I mean, he did put up 94 yards rushing. So I'm not okay. I'm okay with that. You know, um, the problem it doesn't look very good is because he didn't catch the ball. Because I can have a receiver with four catches for 40 yards get the same amount of point as a guy that gets the ball 16 carries. So, um, so either way, so he had 94 yards. It's pretty good. So he's getting the ball. So I'm okay with that. And getting Kareem Hunt back is going to be big. So um, we'll go from there. And I like the way the Niners are using Debo Samuel. Um, they've been using him running back and receiver. So he actually put up 16 points and he's been one of my better players. And, and Josh Allen just needs to get back to Josh Allen status. So and I'm still waiting on that. And we'll go from there. Papa Vaughn, if I was to ask you a theoretical, hypothetical, and any kind of ethical question, uh, it would be if you were to start a football player in your starting lineup, would it be Devonta Freeman or Deonta Foreman? Oh, I would go Devonte. Devonta Freeman. Deonte doesn't doesn't put up the same numbers. Yeah. So does it make you feel like the league nemesis might have just gotten their names confused when he put them in the starting lineup? Yeah. Yeah. I do. I feel like he's gotten the two completely confused. I feel like he meant to put one in instead of the other, and this is what he gets out of it. On top of that, you got Patrick Mahomes not even fucking being able to put up double digits. That must be frustrating. And it's probably because he doesn't belong on his team. You feel that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mahomes doesn't belong on the Chiefs or doesn't belong on the league nemesis? League nemesis, man. Uh, he belongs over in uh, uh, Wichita with fucking Casey. With Rick. <laughs> I refuse to call him Casey after he traded away Mahomes, but this is why everything's happening. The just universes are all out of whack right now, man. Oh, mind and spirit going north and south, so to speak. Okay, you know, I guess you know what this makes a whole lot more sense. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and meditate on that. Antonio Graza, FT, and La Rosa de Guadalupe, 130.2 to 111.5. Graza bringing himself up to the 7-4 record, second in the West LA Valley Division. I keep saying Valley every time. West LA Division. Actually, the West LA Valley would be weird. La Rosa de Guadalupe is now 5-6 and six in any case. First in the LA, South LA Division. Yeah which is weird to hear and say. I feel like if I was in that division, I'd be a, a hard charger. I'm cutting this whole part out. I'm going to start this whole thing again. Thank God. A hard charger? <laughs> I've been saying that again. Yeah, that's what I'm fucking talking about. Y'all ever seen a hard charger? You were complaining about my gobble this up thing Thanksgiving. Yeah. 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 Uh, don't you know, it's a real sexual for a, a family Thanksgiving episode. Uh, right, man, come on, man. Let's talk about Garza and Guadalupe. Let's talk about how Guadalupe should have won and how we all picked him. Can I have a second? Sure. Antonio Graza Football Club, 130.2 over to Rosa de Guadalupe, 111.5. Graza now 7-4, second in the West LA Division, while Rosa de Guadalupe is now 5-6, uh, first in the South LA Division. Funny how that sounds. Uh, you know what, Graza, is he streaking? I mean, let's, uh, he's a, is he a hard charger? Uh, EJ, hard charger? <clears throat> I don't know what a hard charger is, Tony, um, but... Um, 
I'm going to go. Justin Herbert was great this week. Um, Allen and Thielen putting up some numbers, which is good. Running back, I think, is going to be a little issue. We'll see what happens with Jeff Wilson. And um, La Rosa, um, he's got some – I like his team. I think he's going to win that division. Um, but um, he's just got to figure out the right lineups. A um, few guys out. Kind of hurt him a little bit and maybe needs to make some trades, get money Brown back, Hollywood Brown back. So, but um, good win for Grazza. Still tied for first in that division. And La Rosa, I think, still in first in his division. So, agreed. Hollywood Brown was a big deal for this guy and it's not going to be helpful having him out. Uh, Alvon, Grazza is doing his thing, but. Oh, he's shining. This was a big time. This was a spotlight game. Let's be oh, he's shining. Grotz is shining, but you know what? I mean, this, he's doing this without he's doing this without uh without the guy who ran the football bunch, uh Derrick Henry. So is this something that he can sustain? Because that was a he was already scoring big numbers without Derrick Henry. Or with Derrick Henry. Now it's with Derrick Henry, yeah, and he's still doing it without him. And Zach Moss barely touched the ball. So he he could have easily put up 140 points. He should have put up closer to 140. But Guadalupe, man, they got a strong team. Like EJ said, they're definitely going to win their division. But Grazza, man, even left some points on the bench. Like he's he's got a strong team. He's he's doing well. He's going to be a force to be reckoned with. Casey Rick and Kyler the Creator. Casey Rick 104.0 over Kwani himself, 97.2. Casey Rick now jumps up at seven and four, first in the West LA Valley Division. And everybody's part of the Valley, apparently now. Uh, and Kwani is now three and eight, fourth in the South LA Valley Division. And <laughs> it feels like if you everybody wants to be part of the Valley. Casey Rick, 104.0 over Kwani himself, 97.2. Casey Rick now 7-4, first in the West L.A. division, while Kwani is now fourth in the South L.A. division. Uh, Casey Rick, I mean, this guy's been a masterpiece without the sauce naming. I mean, Eric, can you keep it up? Uh, we'll see what happens. Um, his team's not bad. Oh, when you got Brady, you always got a chance. So um, good win for him. Not very robust. I thought Quan could have did his lineup a little differently and probably could have won, but he didn't do that. And that's kind of been the story of his year. He had a few guys out with Hopkins and Murray. So tough, tough sledding for him this year, but um, good win for Rick and sets up for the final three weeks. Dynamite stuff each. Uh, Hap, real quick, Quani. I mean, you were talking about him. He could have been spoiler. He's kind of a big deal. I mean, you know, this guy's the back-to-back champ, but he's rot low at this point. I think all the really good players are just three and eight at this point, and it's just a weird year. So, um, Hap, real quick, what are you hoping Kwani can accomplish moving forward? I'm hoping he can start the right Cardinal wide receiver since he has so many of them on his fucking roster. Um, but at this point, Kwani's fishing, man. Uh, the whole the whole Kroger team's rented a boat. Uh, it's the Ralph's Wonder. It's beautiful. Uh, everyone's going fishing. Tony, I heard you've been invited. Um, a lot of people on this boat. So, yeah, man, I, I hope they enjoy it. Again, invite me to the fish fry. Uh, Casey, I can't believe I almost called him Casey. Kenosha fucking Rick uh, slithered his way past this one again with this lucky-ass win. A uh, lot of luck out there this week. 
A lot of luck. Sun shining on a lot of dogs' asses. <laughs> Sounds like a robust boat. I am on that boat. And by the way, all I have to do is say I work for a meat department. Compton killer. You're a meat packer. What? God, I'm talking over here. Come together to the new guy's trash fire barbecue. Comp the killers of 146 American points, 0.5. Don't even forget the half he threw in there. New guy's trash fire barbecue, 108.9. The new guy is now really not, not enough to have a five and six record in that West LA division because if it was a West LA Valley division, it would probably be even worse. But all things being equal, the Compton Killers are now four and seven and second in the South LA division, and they might even have a shot at this whole damn thing. Um, okay, let's go this far. Compton Killers, 146 points, other than Joe Flacco bringing his A game. Uh, is this an anomaly, EJ, or is this something that might be? I mean, this is how this is how Compton Killers rolls, right? They're scrappy. Yeah, on the southwestern eastern part of LA Valley. Um, the killers are doing a tremendous job. Um, good win. The quarterback play is still going to suck. Flacco's on COVID, so he doesn't have anybody to play. Um, so we'll see what happens. Um, quarterback play has been very suspect for him. He's going to have to go with Teddy two gloves or pick up somebody else. So I guess we'll kind of go from there. But um, new guy still lost a couple guys. Carter and Troutman are out for the year. Or not Carter. Carter might be out for a while. So that hurts his chances. So he's got some tough sledding, and he's got Kelsey on a bye next week. So um, he's got to win all three to get a chance, but I, I don't think, it, I think his luck has ran out thus far. You feel that way. I, I was thinking the same thing. I was a big fan of uh new guys, trash fire barbecue uh, early in the season. And then when he started playing poorly, I thought he was terrible. And then he started winning. I thought it was good. And now I feel like he's going to be terrible again. It's uh, a dynamite assessment. So. Yeah. I, well, I kind of just see how they do. And then I say things. That's, ah, that's so, um, at Compton Killers, 146 points. That is a solid total. And they take away the that's 120-something if you just take away Joe Flacco and then throw in the 10-burger that probably uh, Bridgewater would have given him. Do you think Compton Killers might be able to make some noise? They're def- they just woke up. They're definitely making some noise. And if they're firing on all cylinders right now, this is the right time for them. So hopefully they stay firing the way they do. They might have a chance since their division so fucking weak. They might actually have a chance to slither through and get into the playoffs and might be a force to be reckoned with. We'll see. Ah, worthy of Webster's. And that rounds out the slate. EJ, you know what? I just want you to know something. Sure. You guys are both of you. I'm giving it's Thanksgiving weekend, and I'm giving thanks. I'm giving thanks for the both of you with your dynamite assessments of what's happening here in the Susio football league. I mean, I'm just, I feel, I feel humbled to be around the both of you. EJ, I got a Turkey in the oven. So we're going to have to go ahead and jump straight into the standings without any, any gilding of the lilies or any type of uh, coup de grace, so to speak. So uh, how about you go ahead and jump out and let us know who's doing what. And I don't want you to leave out the melons. These guys deserve their due. Okay. In the Mid-City LA Valley Division, we got D Smoke at 6-5 and five and the rest of everybody else at 5-6, and six, which is the West Siders, the Cruisers, and them Slauson boys. In the West LA Valley Division, we have Rick and Grazza at 7-4 and four, with the Panthers at 6-5. and five. 
Rar, and New Guys Trash Fire Barbecue at five and six. In the LA Valley Valley Division, we have the Mishaps at ten and one, Taco Killers eight and three, the Cheevers at six and five, and we have the Melons, very robust three and eight. In the South LA Valley Division, we have Rosa de Guadalupe five and six, the Killers at four and seven, and the Nemesis and Quan at three and eight, bringing up the rear. Nice, thank you. A lot of a lot of Valley. The appreciation is still. I'm telling you this. I'm glad this is Thanksgiving because I wanted to thank you for that. Yeah, no, you're welcome. Oh well, you're you're the man. Uh, I appreciate. Well, no, thank you. Oh, there, you, that's what I was looking for. I was like, Ooh, where's the thank you back? Oh man. Oh man. Hey, by the way, and I just want you to know something. What are you gonna tell me, Tony? The honeydew melons are now first place in something. That's this is very correct. Points against. Uh, fourteen hundred point zero point seven, and you're last in points scored. So. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, I feel like I pulled that together. You yeah. did really good. Thanks. So about some pick'em. Yeah, you know what? I was about to say the same thing. This is why you should be hosting this show. Oh, it'll the happen. Fuck it'll up happen. Let's pick, man. Right. I gotta go. All right, fine, dude. This is how you. Well, I will. I will learn how to enforce the mute button a little more when I'm the fucking host. So we don't have to worry about that. Okay. So <laughs> at pick up at pick up, I won. What a surprise! Five and three. Happen. Tony sucked. Three and five each. Done. And who did I get though? You got Taco, Taylor, and West Siders. Nailed it. And how many did I get, EJ? No, excuse me. Tony had Killers, Rick, and Taylor made. Um, you had West, Taco, and Taylor Made, and I had West, myself, D Smoke, Taco, and Taylor Made. Yeah, that wasn't a mute button situation. Yeah. I felt like I nailed it on the on the jump. You did. You were great. Three and five is awesome. Fuck yeah, it is. All right. All right. Five and three. So I'm just gonna jump into this because you know what? Hap, I'm gonna beat you this week. Honeydew Melons and the Taylor made mishaps. Three and eight versus ten and one. David versus Goliath. Uh, Hap versus Tony. I don't even lie. I am Goliath here. You don't even realize it. Oh, you're fucking done. Who do you guys got? Let's go around the table. Uh, you know what? Feel free to get in depth. I'll get in depth here. Um, it's going to take a miracle. It's going to take a miracle. I got the mishaps. Hamilton. Mishaps. Oh man. Are you serious, Tony? Yeah. Who do you got? You you have to make a pick. Okay. I'm 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 taking honeydew on this one. That's because you're an asshole. <laughs> How dare you try and jinx my team? <laughs> and Tony will be taking Taylor Ray mishaps. <laughs> 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 All right, so how about I just do the picks for you guys? How about we just get speed through this? <laughs> I'm taking my, I'm taking, I'm taking half, take half as you should. Poison D smoke, yeah. D smoke five and six, six and five. Uh, no, excuse me. D smoke is six and five. Them Slauson boys are five and six. Uh, you know what? This could be something interesting here. I mean, let's let's think about. It. I mean, spotlight game. D smoke Slauson boys. Uh, it doesn't. The records do not are not indica- in, indicative of what's happening here. Them Slauson boys are in striking distance. D Smoke is looking to put a stranglehold on this thing. Is D Smoke going to make it happen? EJ, talk to me. I mean, you got to like his team. He's got Cup coming back. He does have a few of his guys on a bye. Um, with Connor, who's been playing great, and a lot of other stuff. So, um, 
the Slauson boys are going to have to overachieve a little bit this week. I just don't see it happening. Um, I'm going to have to go with D Smoke. Hap, you talk. Well, Hap, what, man? You, you cut off. Are you okay? Yeah. Hap, you talk about how much, uh, how uh, D Smoke's trading prowess and how he's going to go ahead and boat race everybody moving forward. Uh, do you think he's got this over them Slauson boys? These guys, the Slauson boys are not a uh, team to be. To be right, to be uh, taken lightly, so to speak. I don't recall saying any of those things about um, D Smoke, Tony. I might have just put them in your mouth when I was started talking. Oh, okay. Um, this this is going to be very one sided. Uh, this seems like a tailor made kind of situation with the with the honeydew melons. Uh, I'm I'm going them Slossom boys for the upset. Oh, heavy, heavy haste stuff. You know what? I'm going well, with awesome boys as well. Okay, I'd I'd like to change back to D Smokey now. Why? I'm, I'm going D Smokey. Were you just not looking? No, no. I just knew if I went them Slauson boys, you were gonna go them Slauson boys. So now that you've already picked and said your pick, I'm going with my real pick. That's not how picking works. But fine, oh, whatever. Okay. Do whatever you want. I mean. Uh, you know what? If you want to mail in at sociofootball.com, you can go ahead and let us know that what Hap just did was kind of shade. West Siders at the Crenshaw Cruisers, five and six, five and six. I'm not repeating myself. That is the record of both of these teams. But oddly enough, they still have something to say about it, and they're both respective divisions. But one thing, one team loses. This is over, all over for them. They're done like dinner. So how about we go ahead and go around the table? I'm just going to go out there on the limb and just be like, you know what? I'm taking the cruisers. Yeah, that's a limb. Um, I'm going West Siders. This team's playing. This team's peaking at the right time. So West Siders all day. Are you taking the West Siders? Okay, cool. Alvon, who you got? Um, I'm I'm going West Siders all day, baby. Oh, it's- you're going the West Siders? Yes, okay. I am, buddy. I'm gonna take the West Siders then. Okay, dope. Pick to the West Siders, DJ. That's yeah. awesome. Let's change Tony's pick to the West Siders. Yeah, and you do realize I'm. I don't care what you guys. I'm just going with your first pick. So let's. This is this is all funny stuff. So okay. Oh, I guess it's cool to go ahead and change Hap's first pick. But in my first, no, I I never changed it. He still got D smoke. So okay, never mind. So. I'm yeah, totally somebody, uh, somebody, please call AAA for the cruisers. By the way. I don't know if he has a membership, but he needs to sign up. <laughs> that car is definitely broke down and on the side of Crenshaw right now. Whoop, whoop. Agreed. I heard they put a boot on it. Game coming in right now. Antonio Grazza football team against the Polkai Sex Panthers. This is a team. This is a game to get for both teams. And I think at this point, like EJ said earlier, we're at the man man boy situation where they, you got to go ahead and just make that win. If you don't make that win, you're screwed in your particular division. It doesn't matter what your record looks like. Uh, for instance, Sagrazza is seven and four and still fighting for his life in his division. And the sex hype, the sex Panthers are doing the same thing, six and five. So uh, this is a big time matchup considering that if you lose, you're kind of out of it. You're not going to get your division. Yeah, that's okay. correct. Oh, sorry. EJ, who do you got? <laughs> yeah. I can't open open any questions like that. Okay. Um, I take myself. I'm getting healthy at the right time. Uh, I like my team. Um, I just wish Ertz wasn't on a buy, but either way, I like the pickups I've made. So um, I will be seven and five this week. Seven and five indeed. That's a big 
party call out, so to speak. How about Vaughn? You think the football team can pull this off, or are you just looking like the Panthers are going to growl all over them? Scratches, saucer of milk, table two, all that kind of stuff. Growl. I'm going Panthers on this one. I'm going to let the cat out the bag. Can I can I keep going now? Yeah, I'm done. Okay, sorry. You had a very panthery look on your face, like you were gonna pounce at any time, and then I was no, no. You were gonna talk no, no, for me. No. All right, cool. For you to wrap this up. Yeah, I'm taking Antonio Grazza. I think you're gonna lose, or I think you're gonna lose, EJ. I'm sorry. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, you know, I guess you're, good. I guess you're going for the perfect week and lose every week. Yeah. New guys, trash fire barbecue and Casey Rick. You know, I'm taking Casey Rick. Put me down for Casey Rick. New guys, Trash Fire Barbecue is now five and six. Uh, seven and four for Casey Rick. Going to go ahead and rebound from last season's debacle. And uh, this season, he's looking to ride high. And he's riding high and on and or hard. Uh, I don't see it happening. New guys, Trash Fire Barbecue, uh, you know, kind of floundering a little bit. This is a make or break game for him. Uh, who do you got, EJ? Um, I'm going to go with new guy with the upset this week. Um, I think this is going to be a surprising upset here. I do like his matchups this week. Um, I think you'll see a surprise in that Indy Tampa game, to be quite honest with you. And um, I think um, that's going to hurt him a little bit. And I'm going to go with new guy with the win, keeping his chances alive, but then he'll lose the next two weeks. <laughs> Dynamite assessment. And uh, um, really, nice. did you guys you got a flex capacitor on you? you I do. Yes. The future and figure that part out, huh? Yeah. All right, <laughs> how You got the new guy, or you think Casey Rick's gonna go ahead and continue his winning ways? Man, I I go trash fire twenty twenty one every time, just like you go, Rick, buddy. Trash fire every week. I believe. You believe the belief is there. La Rosa de Guadalupe in the league nemesis five and six, eight and three. This is kind of a. La Rose just going to go ahead and try and get over 500 before he clinches his division spot while the nemesis is just trying to play a little bit of a spoiler, just poking somebody in the eye before he goes uh, go ahead and falls on the ground and gets kicked a bunch. Who do you guys got? Um, I don't care if he starts Freeman or Foreman or no man or whatever the fuck he's doing. He ain't winning. So I'm going to go La Rosa. La Rosa, indeed. Apavon. Are you a Rosa? Rosa? It's in the bag. This is a gimme game. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, call us the bouquet because I'm going with the rose as well. Okay. I, I expected a little more out of that. Like a bouquet because the rose, rose is coming in. Like a bunch is called a bouquet. Oh, I think you meant like bukake. Wow. Compton Killers and Kwani, they're going after each other. Compton Killer still has something to say about it in his division, considering that it's awful. Uh, he's now four and seven, while Kwani's three and eight. But there's some implications here, right? Uh, and the Killers, if they can pull something off, they could be Kwani. He might go ahead and make a little move on uh, on the Rose for the division. Uh, who do you guys got this week? Is this a spoiler week for Kwani? Not at all. That was the funniest thing you said all show. Um, other, other other than the record stuff, but um, Compton Killers wins this one easy. Um, Quan's is done, he's got all that's what happens when you got like nine tenths of your lineup, all Arizona guys. So they have a bye week, not only they're hurt now when they're back healthy to play, they're on a bye. So, um, he's he's tough sledding. I, I just don't see it. Um, 
Yeah, killers, killers, killers this week, making a run. Hey, how about Vaughn? Killers four and seven, trying to make it five and seven. You think you're going to pull it off again? Um, killers got it. Game's in the bag, bro. Um, I'm I'm hoping Quan sets his lineup. I'm like, you hoping he, he'll set his lineup? That's John Quan, man. Now, Have you seen his bench? It looks like I don't, there's not many things that you can put on there that make it look any more inviting. He'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah, strap on a helmet and go out there himself. Go ahead and register his name. He will. But that being said, I'm going ahead and going with the Cops and Killers as well. I think they're going to go ahead and continue those winning ways. So count me down for the Cops and Killers. And we're going to round out the slate with a final spotlight game. Taco Killers and the Fantasy Underachievers, a valley and this is a this is a actual valley matchup, not a West LA and or Eastern or Mid Valley matchup. This is an actual matchup from the Ricos Taco Killers and the Fantasy Underachievers. Eight and three, six and five, underachievers trying to make it something. Go ahead and get, get just they're probably just trying to leapfrog the Taco Killers. To be quite honest, Taco Killers just trying to streak hard. Who do you guys got? Hap, I'm going with you first because this is a valley situation. Between who and who now? Were you listening at all? No, I'm just fucking with you, buddy. I'm just fucking with you. Um, this this is going to be a real close game. I think this is going to be the game of the week, actually, man. That's why I saved it for last. Oh, did you? Yeah. Nice. Nice. Um, I'm, I'm going to go fantasy underachievers because I need Rico's taco killers to fall one more game back. So let's go fantasy. The worlds are colliding. Who knows what's going on? Up is down. I'm going with my nemesis. You're going with the fantasy underachievers. Math magician, 124 to 99 point total projections. But you know what? Taco Killers is bringing them to a game all week long. All, dude, all season long. Eight game winning streak. Well, um, you know, underachievers are on three game skid. How are you feeling about this? Who do you like? Um, everything tells me to take uh, underachievers. Um, I'm not. I'm going to taco killers. The, the, it goes to nine. The winning streak goes to nine. You're taking the taco killers? Absolutely. Oh, nine game winning streak straight up. I myself am going to go with the fantasy underachievers. I feel like uh, the, the killers have a, have a squad. They're doing great. They're playing great football, but I feel like uh, the underachievers have been playing great football, but it's not really, it hasn't, uh, it hasn't worked out for them. And I feel like this week it's just going to happen. So I had a feeling, same way I had a feeling about another team last week and I, I nailed it, even though I didn't get anything else. So I'm going to go with the, uh, the underachievers as well this week. That rounds out the slate. I rounded out the freaking slate. That's you guys are realizing it. And that's how I roll. Yeah. I have a question. Talk to me. Oh my gosh. Uh, my question is for the mathematician. Yes. Uh, longtime listener. Yes. Um, who's um, who's had the most, the longest winning streak in Susio history? What's I, I, the what's the biggest winning streak? That's a good question. I want to say it was either. Quan. I want to say Quan who won about twelve in a row. Yeah, Kwani was a beast one year. He beast. And then um, I think Vic a couple years ago had a pretty good win streak. Yeah. Um, so you, I, I was double digits. I want to say we might have to bring the commission to pull that up in the 
um, the, the settings to see what we've had. I know we've had, I know we were in Yahoo before and that, and now we're in ESPN. So we may have to do some searching on that. We'll, we'll have to put our stats team on it. Yeah, I'm right. Okay, let's go this far. Bold predictions before we get the hell out of here. Hap, you're gonna you're going first because EJ's bold predictions have been blowing yours out of the water. So you better step your game up. Mishaps going ten straight. Hardly bold. You're like the best team in the league, but okay. That's why you go first. EJ, what do you got for us? Hit us with something hard. Well, something really bold, buddy. Really bold. You know what really butters my biscuits, Tony? Bold me out. Butter butter it up. All the three and eight teams will win this week. I knew you. Keep saying that and it never happens. Oh, do you want me to be bold? That is bold. Okay, how about this? All the three and eight teams will lose. Is that better? <laughs> That's hard to be bold. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go with the we'll win because that is yeah. Oh my goodness. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna go I got a bold prediction. Yeah. Got something. Casey Rick is going to win the whole freaking thing. Oh, fuck off. Fuck that. He's going to beat Hap in the first round. Hap's going to go ahead and go on a 12-game winning streak. First round, bang. Well, well, we already already know Hap's not going to win at all because the number one seed never wins. Damn right he doesn't. Suck it, Hap. Hey, bro. If if that happens, I'm going to come to your door and, like, like, slap you with some, like, old-school gloves, like, like a duel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for Eric the Mathematician Johnson and half the very angry Alvon. <laughs> we will catch you guys next week. Uh, have a wonderful Thanksgiving, man. Happy Turkey Day, everybody. Gobble, gobble, bitches. You got you got something turkey related for everybody, Hap? Feels like a chicken, but we'll take it. Everybody, good luck to everybody who is not playing against me. Have fun out there. We will catch you next week. Deuce. Ice.